I have pretty thick skin, and I think if you're going to be in this business, if you're going to be an actor or a writer, you better have thick skin. John Irving. Hello, and welcome back to the Turn Right Podcast. This is episode 103, Five Ways to Develop Thick Skin as a Writer. So I've been really thinking about this week's episode because of the writers group that I recently joined, and every month we critique different people's pieces, and I feel like overall the feedback I've gotten has been really helpful, a lot of it positive, some kind of in the middle, and some, you know, a little bit more negative in nature, which negative feedback is probably the most helpful, so I do appreciate that. But nonetheless, anytime that you receive feedback, I think it can be a little daunting, a little soul-crushing. And it can make you feel bad about yourself or question your worth as a writer or even as a person. I mean, the term feedback even kind of gives off that kind of connotation. If you think about it, feedback is a barrier to clean sound. If you are listening to a CD and it becomes scratched, you say, oh, there's some feedback in the way. I can't really hear the song clearly. So feedback indicates that something is muffled and unclear, and so when you get feedback on writing, you kind of think, dang, my writing is not as clear as I wanted it to be, which can be hard to take, especially if you've been working on your novel for quite some time. And as I've mentioned before, this work in progress that's really running me to the ground, I have been working on it like on and off again, but pretty consistently on, especially this year. Um, for like the last three years and it's just tough to realize the novel is still far from perfect and it kind of makes me want to give up on the novel but that's stupid because I already worked so hard on it and I just need to see it out to fulfillment and I also need to get a thicker skin around feedback. I think I'm getting a little bit better but I think it's still hard and I think anyone in life that won't admit that they're sensitive to feedback or someone calling out your imperfections, no matter how kindly they do it, is frankly a liar. I think that people who even react with sort of a tough guy stance or act like it doesn't bother them, that still means it bothers them. That's just their response, you know? Not everyone breaks down in tears. Some people get quiet, some people get snippy, some people say it with a smile on their face, but they really are still bothered. So. You know, feedback is important and we need to get feedback on our pieces of art so that we can improve them and achieve our writing goals. But in order to take the feedback, we have to develop thick skin, which leads me to the point of this episode. So if you're like me and you're kind of sensitive and you need some tactics for developing a thicker skin, then this episode is for you. Number one, it's not personal. Feedback is business. And I think the best way that I've learned this, how to separate myself from my work, is actually my day job of internal audit. Much like writing, internal audit is a very detail-oriented perfectionistic profession where you're always going down to the micro detail on anything. And um, we put together these PowerPoints for certain meetings and there's always a lot of scrutiny on them if you have one thing off you are going to get called out and be asked to fix it. Um, And, you know, after leading these types of meetings several times, I know what to anticipate a little bit better. 
and I can, you know, structure my PowerPoints better up front, but still it seems like I'm always getting called out on something on the PowerPoint. It's just something I haven't thought of because, you know, more experienced people are reviewing my work. I've only been in the industry five years and there are people that have been there, you know, 10, 15, 20 years who have a lot more experience than me. So I just realized that's work. That's not me. And it's not something I should be personally offended about. And the same should go for my writing. I think it's a little bit harder with art because art is so inherently personal. Um, I've said this before, you know, whether or not you want to admit it, art is usually inspired by some real things that have happened to you or happened to people that you know. Um, and if you've really worked on your story for a long time, you know, it is kind of personal to receive bad feedback because you've been working on it for so long and you think this should be better. Because maybe at work, I only work on a PowerPoint for a couple days, but I'm working on my novel for a couple years. <laughs> so I think there is a big difference, but you still need to keep in mind that it's not personal. When someone's critiquing you, it's to help you. Um, and it's not a personal attack against your character. There's no flaws in your character just because, you know, you misspelled a word or used too many M dashes or didn't reveal character clearly here. It's not a personal attack. It's just to help you. Number two, the more you do it, the easier it becomes. So I know like the first time I ever received feedback on a novel, not this current one, but like a long time ago, it was basically soul crushing. Like there were so many things wrong with it. And, um, you know, it was just hard to take, hard to hear. Um, you know, when an idea is sitting inside of your mind, you think it's so perfect and complete. And then you put it out there and it's like, oh God, like, what are you doing? Um, you know, you get better at taking that and anticipating that the more times you ask for feedback, whether it's through a critique group or online or at a writer's conference or even just from friends and family, it does get easier. You also know what kind of critiques to anticipate. For example, something that I always get called out for is dialogue tags. I don't use enough dialogue tags. And that's something that I know now to anticipate a little bit more. Um, usually some good things I get called out for is like good voice, good characterization, good plot. But Oftentimes it's these little things. I get called out for having too many M dashes, not enough dialogue tags. Sometimes um, the dialogue is a little flat. Um, sometimes things are unrealistic, but that's usually you know what I'm getting called out for. And those are things that I know I need to be more aware of and work extra hard on. And just the act of getting feedback again and again makes it a little bit easier as you kind of know how to handle it, you know how to react, and you know how to move on from it. So I would encourage you to get more feedback if you find yourself being very sensitive to it, which at first can seem, you know, very daunting, but the more you do it, the easier it will become. Number three, take your feedback with a grain of salt. Pick and choose what you're going to listen to. First off, writing is incredibly subjective. Everyone has different thoughts and ideas about how a piece should be executed. That's why I think it's actually really, really hard to plagiarize someone's idea because no one is going to interpret the same vase on the table in the same way. And for me, I love the technical feedback again. Like if you're telling me I need more dialogue tags or something is unclear or this was the wrong word choice, wrong tense, I'm going to listen to that, of course. But if you're saying something more about like the style of the writing or if the character is likable or something along those lines, 
I don't know that I'm necessarily going to listen to it. Maybe I wanted to write an unlikable character. Maybe I wanted to make my main character sound a little bit voicier and maybe I don't mind using those little filler words or more modifiers just because I want my novel to come across as more conversational and less like fancy and like literary fiction. So I think it's important to pick and choose what you are going to internalize and also remember that not everyone reads the genre of your story. I talked about this experience I had working with a professional editor and I basically picked her because she was the cheapest editor I could find but she really didn't read or like write in the genre that I I was asking her to edit my novel in and so I think that created a huge disconnect and that's something else you really have to take in mind especially whenever you are you're seeking the feedback try to find people that are are in a similar interest or writing similar things as you because they will be able to give you much better, much more quality feedback than someone who is not. Number four, ignore rude feedback. Honestly, if someone is going to like tear your novel apart and be super rude about it, I don't think that's valid at all and I don't think you should listen to it. Even the best and most talented writers have um, you know, people writing these horrible Amazon reviews about them or like mean tweets about the book. And that's just not tasteful. And it probably indicates there's something more wrong with the person writing it than your story. Um, so I would just discard any type of rude feedback and I wouldn't listen to it at all. That's not the kind of feedback you want to be internalizing. Number five, writing is a continual learning process. That is why I started this podcast to help motivate myself through the depths and holes of my writing journey. You're constantly learning as a writer. You have to love to learn and that will help you evolve and Life is all about learning and evolving, and so is writing. So you're never going to know it all, but I'd like to think that each submission, each draft, each book gets better than the next and gets you towards your end goal. So that's what I like to remind myself. You know, I can learn from every bit of feedback that I get and move forward. So I hope these five ways helped you develop a thicker skin. Let me know if they did by sounding off in the comments. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at TurnRatePod. Thanks for listening. As always, keep writing, keep reading, and keep querying, and I will talk to you on our next road trip.